It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone. It's Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London, and we are in Canada still. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, as the NFL kicks off still, has a move towards the playoffs, and oh, the, the 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 permutations are so possible, and it's so riveting, isn't it? Isn't it so exciting with the it playoffs? It was it was another wild weekend, and the when I, I was coined, I think that Joe Flacassance is back. He is. It has been the wild. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that. That's what I'm watching. It's yeah. just, uh, I'm, and watching those people who had Amari Cooper in fantasy or just going against them were like, well, I'm out. Yeah, and, no, uh, I was against fun, him uh, as well in one of them. Uh, nice uh, watching him put up 40 points. I'm, 40? He must have put more than 40, didn't he? No, mm. who knows? It felt like more than 40. Yeah. If it was PPR, it was like in the 50s. Yeah, no. It all depends, but I think in one of them I was in, he had like 40-something. But still, yeah. I mean, we'll go through all the games and, of course, make sure our, our TNF predictions for you as well. Uh, it's week 17. Holy crap, man. It's almost done. We're almost done with the NFL. It's almost over. Jesus. What are we going to do from penultimate, penultimate week, baby? Uh, and there's college football on, which we're in North America, yeah. if you'd like to watch that kind of stuff. Or just get fat and drink. Uh, maybe you're doing that right now. Getting fat and drunk. Ryan and I are both doing that. So uh, we'll go through some of the games uh, and take a look at uh, some of the scores that happened. Um, I mean, looking back at some of the games, obviously week 16, the, the Thursday one we had was uh, was a pretty good game. But let's get into the Saturday. We had um, yeah. uh, the Saturday in the week 16, which was the 23rd, where we had obviously the first game was the Steelers putting a beat down on the Bengals, 34 to 11. Um Jesus, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati was just looking horrible in this one. Uh, in this battle, and Pittsburgh sort of keeps themselves doing something. Um, yeah. Well, listen, I think we, we talked about Mike Tomlin. It was genius coaching putting a guy named Rudolph on mm -hmm. at Christmas to play yes. quarterback. That, that's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers out there. Like yeah. Tomlin, yeah, this and Mr. Rudolph was way better than than yeah. Trubisky or Pickett have been all year. Just that one game, like yep. absolutely, he was the only one who's been able to keep George make George Pickens smile mm -hmm. in seventeen weeks. So, and the fact that again, this was just we saw kind of the the falling apart. Of, you know, we all and this game for Browning, I think, was inevitable. Yeah. I think it was going the to fall happen. back to reality game. Yeah, because it, he's been playing so well, like lights out, putting up 300 every week, you know, but he had no Jamar Chase. It was going to be, it was on the road. It, it was in Pittsburgh, right? It was yeah. on the road in Pittsburgh. It was it was just a perfect storm. Pittsburgh literally backs against the wall. The, the season was over if they lost this, and they gave themselves a bit of life. Yeah. Um, so I, I think if you're Cincinnati, now it's going to be a real slog. There's just such a fight. There's like still, it's like week 17, there's still like, 12 out of the 16 teams are still yeah still, still fighting still like, fighting like you even have the raiders who could win out yeah. you never would have thought this a week and then come in so i think it's going to be setting up for an awesome couple weeks but good on pittsburgh they needed this it was over and i think all the talk about mike tomlin there was like whispers of like is he losing it is it yeah. just because he hasn't really you know this will again until he finds a quarterback this is going to be keep coming up because I don't think in this space of Rudolph pulls off some miraculous comeback. Um, he's still going to be in the same situation next year. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's still going to be a mess, and and they're still you know you're still going to have the 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 sort of turning turnstile of quarterbacks. Um, and who's going to be good and also getting an offensive line. Um, you know, AFC North just sort of ugly in that one. 
Uh, we move on to the next game where it was kind of ugly and scary and for the Buffalo Bills and the LA mm. Chargers, the win to LA. And, you know, Buffalo, obviously, the spread this one was 12 points and they only win by two. Yeah. Um, you know, it, tough. It was 14 it was... 10 at the half. Uh, must have been a game for you. <laughs> Eastman stick, uh, you know, putting on a little bit of a show there. It was not that, like, again, it was surprising, but not that surprising. I think when you have, like we talked about it last time, the, the fired coach game mm-hmm. after the fired coach, th- there's always a bounce. There's yeah. that team is always one you don't want to play, like, because people are like, my job's on the line. Brandon Staley is clearly, they, they played harder f- without him there yeah. and wanted to show that, hey, it's not us. It was that dude. Yeah. He was the one causing all the problems. And they played great. They came out, yeah. made it really hard on Josh Allen at the beginning. They were going three and out early. Uh, they couldn't get the run game going like they did against Dallas. Uh, but again, it was just a lack of weapons on on Eastern State. And giving Josh Allen that time at the yeah. end to kind of get that field goal. And then the defense kind of there was only about 30 seconds left and they were kind of lucky that that touchdown got called back because yeah. that would have given, you know, the chargers almost over two minutes, almost two minutes, I'd say probably. Yeah. Um, and they were not a chance to go up there and tie the game. So again, these are the games that early in the season, Buffalo lost. And now that's getting close to the playoffs. They had to win and they did it. So they got a tough one against new England this week. It's not going to be a, a pushover game because you We'll talk about New England later. But again, it was just to me, that was it wasn't surprising. And it was just Buffalo was lucky to get out there with a win, though. They were lucky. uh, But Josh Allen showing, you know, the heroics and why he's his name's still in the MVP conversation, because he is winning for these this team. You know, you know, Lamar, you know, Lamar was lucky, obviously, because, you know, there were the four interceptions. Um but, uh, you know, it was all Josh Allen who's putting this on. And, you know, Gabe Davis finally had a day. It was Gabe Davis yes. and Josh Palmer finally had a day. Uh, but it was Dicker the kicker uh, for um, for the Chargers that kept them in it. I always like hearing Great that. Name. Dicker. Yeah, okay, name. Dicker the kicker. Uh, had a whole bunch of uh, fourth quarter field goals. Uh, yeah, Tyler Bates. And, that that was... and his friend, he also had have uh, Hunter the punter. Hunter the punter. The yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Are we allowed to say that in Canada? I think we get slapped. <laughs> Oh, no. um, yeah. It was a good game, though, for, for the Saturday games. Uh, then it got us into the Sunday, Funday, Christmas Eve. Uh, Seattle Seahawks and Tennessee Titans. This one was a back and forth game. Uh, I had actually taken the Titans to win this one. Uh, Seattle ends up coming from behind. Tennessee uh, was you know, t- it was 10-3 at the half. It looked like it was all going to be Tennessee's game. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, then comes DK Metcalf uh, and uh, was yeah. able to get some points. Derrick Henry was still angry, but um, you know, it was, uh, this was a tough, tough win for Seattle, but it puts them to eight and seven and, and it takes Tennessee right out of the conversation. They are now out of the play. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were pretty much out. I think it was also like Tannehill coming back to seeing if he could, does he have that spark a little mm-hmm. bit of like, can he, can he, I still think there's like a market for Ryan Tannehill. He's a, a high end backup the way quarterbacks are going down this oh, God, year. Yeah. Like he'd definitely be a guy you'd want probably to come in if you have a good team. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Tennessee's not uh, that great of a team. They still got got a lot of problems. And Seattle really needed this. It was that game. They, this was the kind of winnable game they had that that Gino, if Gino wanted to answer kind of any questions about next year, about what they're going to do, which I still think are there, but at least he was able to have that drive at the end. Uh, DK Metcalf had an unbelievable touchdown catch uh, and just kind of Again, Kenneth Walker, not so, not so well, but this is just one that, that Seattle had to have. And Tennessee was 
always kind of just playing the season out. I think if you're a Tennessee fan, you just want to lose these games. You don't yeah, want to get it over. You want with. that better draft pick. Get the better draft pick. Move on. You got to find a quarterback. You go, I think you go Will Levis one more year. You give him a whole year in the system. See how that goes. But uh, Seattle kind of saved their season right now because they're still in the thick of it. Yeah, they are. Uh, it was thick of it for Indianapolis. Uh, they were one point underdogs, and then Tennessee, or sorry, Atlanta, uh, puts on a bit of a beating on Indianapolis, twenty nine to ten in this one. Um, where Arthur Smith looking like a genius, uh, but Minshew was <laughs> that would go that far. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it was uh, it was a good game for for Atlanta. Where was this team before? And and they were able to really rattle the defense. Um, but uh, twenty nine points, and uh, they're only you know Indianapolis got seven points in the in the, the first three in the third, and that was all they got. Uh, as uh, yeah. Atlanta just put the you know put the knee on their throat really in this one, surprising. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, definitely not, not surprising that Atlanta won. Uh, surprising that yeah, it wasn't as close because yeah. compared to how well they've been playing, I think just again you were going to have this Minshew. It just feels like these games were inevitable, and now it's like the pressure's coming. It's December. These are must-win games, and these are kind of what. Maybe this is like why Minshew doesn't have a job, even though he always puts up good numbers. Because mm-hmm. when you need the big win, you need the big game in December. You got you got to win these. And Atlanta, again, hearing all the criticism, Arthur Smith actually, you know, using his weapons a bit more. Bijan having a better game. It was Atlanta just needs to do this, especially the way Tampa Bay's been playing. Especially like this is this is the last win. And again, you might be able to sneak into the last spot. Um, it's a it's a weird spot to be for if I was an Atlanta fan because it's like I don't want Arthur Smith really, but the division's so open. You still want to watch football, but then you could get a better draft. It's just a weird. I don't know what to do. It's very Dan Quinnish of a couple years ago where yeah. it's like he probably should get rid of him. Just go went a year too long, and now you're like, ah, damn, should have done that a year ago. So, and I think again, in the, this is just a little fun story that feels like it's in December. It's just going to fall apart. They were out without their top receiver. Um, it was it was always going to be tricky uh, facing a desperate coach with his back against the wall, kind of like when Sean McDermott. Had, everyone was making fun of him, and he had that. And the Bills came out and had a big game. So, yeah. Good for Atlanta, and uh, I think it's over for Indy. I just don't think Minshew's going to be able to pull no, off not, these last They've had wins. so many injuries, and, you know, you get Taylor yeah. back, but still, they're both those teams are flirting with mediocrity. Like, they're sort of both going to be middle of yeah. the pack consistently um, and just run out of gas, you know. You just sort of go, okay, I'm, what's left in the tank? You know what's left in the tank? Joe, Flacco, Joe Flacco is left yeah, in the tank. Yeah, baby. The man Flacco lighting up as the Browns are ten and five now, thirty six to twenty two in a beating of Houston. Uh, Amari Cooper loving, loving uh, Joe Flacco as he's able to find him. Man, they were just having a dance, and as you said, um, it was one of those. You know, he had two hundred and sixty five yards, two touchdowns, yeah. averaging twenty four yards. Um, wow, what a game! Uh, and just showing that uh, you know Flacco in the pocket, you know. Tallest man, tallest <laughs> quarterback in the league, throwing it around. It just doesn't make, yeah, it's fun to watch. It's, a, it's funny because, like, Flackable's not even really likable, like, yeah. as a dude. <laughs> like, it's not like, ah, oh, this is awesome. You're always like, wow, Flacco's doing this, but it's kind of like, oh, I wish it was someone better yeah. uh, that I liked. But you got to give him credit, man. He's playing, like, a guy who does not give a damn. Mm-hmm. And he is just slinging it all over that field. That defense is just... Again, playing playing lights out, and you know Ford's been playing well. And again, yeah. I, I 
you're still going to get some terrible Flacco picks. Yeah, those are always coming. Kind of like Josh Allen. You just got to accept him. He's going to throw a bad one up there. But dude is just slinging it. Like you mm-hmm. got to give him credit. If, again, if I'm if he can kind of keep winning these next two, like even though like Demar Hamlin's a good story coming back, like you kind of have to think Joe Flacco. This is a comeback player of the year. Pulling this yeah. off, like they've had four quarterbacks. And and have one that's two hundred fifty million guaranteed, and then they're doing it with Joe Flacco, and they must feel like idiots when you bought some like battery at the shop, and you're like, no, this is just as good as those expensive Duracells. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> knockoff Joe Flacco. I mean, it's like you have yeah. a lot of these teams, you know. But you know, as you say, we've gone through so many quarterbacks, so many teams are on their second and third quarterbacks, and then to have a legend like Flacco, you know. Putting putting things together. I mean, it could have gone either way. You know, it could have been Flacco sucking it, but he's playing well. Yeah. Uh, he's looking good in the pocket, which is which is good. Uh, and the defense and it, is helping him out too. Uh, so it's a real balance. Yeah. And Cleveland, you know, with this, if uh, you know they're ten and five, there's a bit more danger to them. Um, whereas yeah. and, Houston and, just feels like it's they're so injured that they're all falling apart now. With Stroud, you got Davis Mills, and and you've lost top year receivers. Um, the, you know, it seems like the Houston story has sort of had its run now. Yeah, and everyone's itching to see uh, Flacco versus Baltimore in the playoffs. Like oh, if yeah. that was the thing, like that would be again playing that, all his former teams. He's got the Jets coming that up. That in Detroit, in Detroit playing Stafford, that would just be an unbelievable wild card weekend. Oh yeah, it wouldn't really be because it would have to be second round for uh, Baltimore. It was exciting all around. Uh, which wasn't exciting was the next game, which was the Packers, uh, sixty three points in total. As these two teams, where are the defense? Green Bay wins 33 to 30. Uh, they were five point favorites in this one, but Carolina kept it close. I mean, there was 24 points in the fourth quarter, uh, but Carolina was able to really take advantage of what seems to be a Green Bay team that's also sort of falling apart. They get a win, but they barely beat Carolina. Yeah, but their defense is a mess right now, and everyone can see it. It's like you made Bryce Hall again, you made Bryce Hall look like the number 113 one rating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, I think we've. Maybe he figured a tiny bit out. I still think he's just super limited in mm-hmm. what he can do. And I think you're playing a Green Bay defense that's just lost right now, has no identity. Like there's all this talk about him getting fired. And it just feels like it feels like a defensive Matt Canada situation where yeah. it's like everyone in Green Bay is calling for this guy to go. And, and maybe and again, if you want to make a playoff run, you just can't do it like a week before the playoffs start. Like it's yeah. just Again, that would just be a weird way to do it. I think there's no way, even if he makes the playoffs, they're probably going to come into a good offense, and that defense just hasn't been able to stop anybody. Uh, Jordan Love is playing a bit better from when he had that little fallback, but this is just a must-win for Green Bay. Again, in December, you just got to kind of, yeah, you'd like to win convincingly all the time, but a win is a win in December. It's hard. The season's long. People are tired. And uh, you you just never know when when it's gonna fall apart. So you just take the win, move on. And Green Bay needed that for their playoff chances. Yeah, and the Bears, uh, thanks to the, the Bears, needed uh, Carolina to take another loss, keep them in their place, yep. give us our pick. Exactly. Um, but a tough one for them. Ooh, it was tough in uh, New York Jets, thirty to twenty-eight in an ugly mess in this one. Fifty-eight points in total in this one. Uh, Washington trying to keep it close. Uh, the Jets pouring it on though; they were up 20, 27 to seven at halftime. Uh, but they let, kept the window open, allowed Washington to score fourteen points in the in the fourth quarter. Um, man, this game was—it's uh, ugly. Trevor Simeon versus Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Brees Hall had a pretty good day. Um, 
but uh, and Garrett Wilson as well. But the Jets get the win. Um, no Aaron Rodgers, but uh, you know Trevor Simeon did what they needed to get done. Get done. It was, it was awful. awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like it was just weird because even though the score was huge, there was lots of plays, but the Jets' defense would just had this big lead and just constantly just letting letting the the, the Washington just score on them. You know, Sibian, it was fine. I think we, they were lucky. There was almost another Garrett Wilson, another MetLife to almost took another yeah. victim when Garrett Wilson went down early and it looked like he was badly hurt, but he was able to come back. Like you said, Brees Hall, these are the games of the Jets fans. It's just, again, uh, what does this win mean? It's just yeah. kind of annoying. You're just yeah. making your draft spot worse. And so, and even Rogers is probably sitting there being like, God damn it. Yeah. Like, we probably need, we could lose this, get me a better receiver. If maybe for the first time ever, they're going to draft him a receiver in the first yeah. round, because he's probably going to be allowed to pick it because he's picked every other part no, of for this sure. team <laughs> this year. Uh, he's probably so, going to try again, to get Devonte. I would think. I just think him. again, fine. If, if yeah, if you, yeah, I'm sure they're going to go after him. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. But again, this is a, a fine win by the Jets. And again, it's just uh, it felt like near the end, both teams were trying to give it away with the turnovers yeah. and just ugly play. And but the Jets were able to kind of pull off a win, and I don't think anyone feels good about it. No, no, I always say it was just it was just sort of a dirty game. Even on red zone, I was like, ah, I, I got to go to the toilet. Uh, and speaking of the toilet, uh, Minnesota, oh, tough loss for them as Detroit gets there, clinches the division, they, uh, take first in the NFC North, first time in ages. Uh, they win 30 to 24. Minnesota tried to keep them this close, but you know, also Minnesota, they lost TJ Hawkinson. It, it wasn't good injuries uh, for them, but uh, you know, Nick Mullins, 411 yes. yards. Two touchdowns, four interceptions, although, uh, but 411 yards. Uh, Goff had 257 yards. You know, they, they keep trying to run up the middle. Um, Justin Jefferson's still 141 yards. I mean, him and Nick Mullins were connecting. Um, but, you know, this was uh, for Minnesota. It was a bridge too far. For Detroit, they still have a lot of questions on defense um, because, you know, they can stop the run. But, man, they, they can get passed on like nobody's business. And that's going to be very tr- tr- problematic going into the next round particularly when you got Dallas coming up this week. Um, but Detroit wins on this one. Yeah, and also it's really, especially when you get four interceptions and your offense kind of kept this game close. Like Minnesota just kept having chances to win this game. It was like Detroit was doing everything in their power to lose this game that they should have absolutely dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jameer Gibbs is looking like as dynamic as he's looked all year. Uh, but again, yeah, I think there's just question. I think it's good for Detroit, given their, given their flowers, you know, their first division win in 30 years yeah uh so you gotta give them that it, it's, it's a great it's a great day for detroit i know that feeling when you've waited literally 20 years for something nice to happen so you got to give them all the credit in the world but they also it is there's a worrisome that they're just gonna get like especially if someone like matt stafford could come in and just he knows that area he knows that place to play and mm-hmm. i'm begging for that game i think that's gonna be the best game of the of the whole uh wild card weekend yeah, so good well, for Detroit. And I think, again, Mullins is just four picks. Again, again, are they going to go to their, again, another team going on their, what, fourth quarterback? Yeah. Um, it's just a mess. It's a mess in there. And, yeah, it looks like I think Minnesota's on the verge with Hawkinson going down. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough for them to get anything going. They're kind of going to probably slide out of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Hawkinson's, that's a big one out for the season. Um, You know, that he's pretty much your, your rock star across the middle. They just couldn't get it together. And uh, yeah, as you said, there's a few teams that we say we're starting to see who's going to be 
you know, the wheat and chaff and everything that's being cut and, and they're going to be on the bottom. How about those bucks though? Baker Mayfield, budget Baker. Uh, you know, you look at all the pricey quarterbacks and Baker gets her done. Uh, eight and seven, battle of Florida. Uh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence was getting smashed around. Uh, there's a good still photo of his face getting, looked like he was in a one of those uh, centrifuge kind of things. His face was all mushy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Bucks, 30 points in this one, uh, 30 to 12. Um, they were up 20 to nothing at the half. I mean, Jacksonville couldn't do anything. Yeah, you could even say Baker's having the comeback for the yeah. year. I mean, he was two, like, he had 116 rating, 26 for 35, 283 yards, is, two touchdowns. I mean, it, it, he's having a great year, and he's actually brought this team, which nobody – he's kind of carrying Todd Bowles on his back, yeah. him and Mike Evans, you know. Um, they got – they got uh, what's his name? Rasheed Rice, uh, the one in um, – Rashad White. Running back. Uh, Rashad White, sorry. Rasheed yeah. Rice is uh, – can't yeah. say. Um, yeah, he's just been really dynamic, both as a receiver and and a runner. Mm-hmm. The Mike Evans is just a beast and will never not be good. He's kind of like Larry Fitzgerald. Like it's yeah. just no matter what, the dude just produces. Um, him and Baker again. Now, if you're if you Tampa, like you kind of feel like you might have fixed this quarterback position. You're probably gonna like, they're paying Baker like. Six seven million a year. Yeah, like it's the biggest discount. He's probably making less than some backups out there. Oh yeah, and he's playing like he's playing like an all pro. One of the better. He's hot. And yeah. again, it's it's this is the time of year you you want to be the hot team going into the playoffs. And Tampa looks like they they got a good chance to just kind of keep going with this division. They do. I mean, you wonder because remember at the start of the year, Mike Evans was wondering, "Am I getting a contract?" And they're like, "No." Yeah, or so traded, now, or traded, or traded, and now you're going to be like. Right. What have we done? Maybe we should. Maybe we need him. Um, but, and uh, you know, you wonder if him just sort of this is the audition for whoever wants to play with him next year. Um, but, you know, good for for them. They're they're looking like they're going to take this division and, and, and really be a problem uh, for someone. You know, obviously they can get scored on, but, uh, you know, good for Baker. He's starting to have a connection and, and you know, the defense is starting to play up as well. Uh, but in the Battle of Florida, which at the start of the season, we all thought would be Jacksonville. It's Tampa Bay who wins out. Oh, the Bears. What a beating we put down on the Arizona Cardinals. 27 to 16 in this one. Uh, Justin Fields continuing to to demonstrate some great play here. I mean, he had a touchdown, one interception. It was what he could do with his feet. Uh, Herbert, 112 yards on the ground. We shut down the defense. And Cole Komet, another 100-yard game. Um, You know, signed Carlos Santos to a a a four-year deal. And uh, there you go. There he goes. That's what we need. A doinker. Uh, but uh, Bears get another win, uh, which yeah. is good for us. It, uh, easy win. It just it just makes also last week's loss to Cleveland, or was it last week, or the one to Cleveland yeah. last week or a couple weeks ago, just more, so much more frustrating because right now you'd be looking at a potential playoff spot yeah. with the way things are kind of falling. Uh, again, Justin Fields is good. You know, you put up good points. You play a bad Arizona team that just cannot really move the ball other than Connor. They don't really have any weapons. Uh, so, again, these are just little Bears wins. Thankfully, you have the first overall pick. So yeah. you can you can enjoy that while also enjoy winning. It's kind of a nice place to be. It's yeah. a joyous place, right? Because you get to be like, oh, let's have a win. Let's see if we can make a run. And at the same time, we still got the number one pick. It's yeah. a fantastic um, island to be living on right now. It's a, it's a weird Bear feeling. Island. It's Bear a weird island. feeling to feel a bit of goodness, especially with our stadium and things like that. But it's also, yeah, what what are we going to do with fields? You know, because that's sort of the thing you're you're watching and seeing what's going on. Because you know, you're like, it's when you have a dog and you think it's going to be sick and you're going to have to put it down. But then you're like, actually, maybe there's signs of life. You know, maybe we don't have well, to put it down. 
Also, you want him to play well because it's only going to increase his value when yep. you trade him. So him sucking out there isn't going to make it. If you want him to play well, so you get maybe another first for him. Yeah. So it was a good win, yeah. uh, something we needed, but uh, moves us on. Oh, this was a good game. Uh, Miami and Dallas. What happened in this game? Miami's able to come back 22 to 20 in this one. Um, ooh, th- this game, you know, Miami, it, it's it was 13-7 at the half. Um, and it was more of a defensive game, I think, than a lot of people thought. Um, but, you know, Dak Prescott, 253 yards, 107 rating. Um, you know, it was it was sort of ugly, but it was uh, sort of beautiful yeah. in a way. Uh, but, you it know, was- Dallas, Dallas takes another loss. Yeah, and it just felt like, again, like Dallas was, I think it was maybe even the first drive, they just go down the field, fumble at the one. Like, it's yeah. just these turnovers and using fullbacks when – uh, that you barely use on short situations. It was a, it was a Mike McCarthy masterclass of yep. like having a game that again, you know, it wasn't, you know, Jalen Waddle went out again, like he's been doing all year, just constantly getting nicked up and he could be out for the next two weeks. Tyreek's already a bit banged up, but was still able to do his thing. Mostert got banged up in that game. Yeah. This Miami team is just getting decimated at the worst possible time. Yeah. And, but they were still able to pull off this win. So again, to me, this is more just Dallas, just at, not showing up after having been humiliated by the Bills and now again on the road, losing one that they had the lead and couldn't stop anyone. They did what everyone did, just let them dig and dunk it up and down the field. I don't understand the like lack of aggressiveness by mm-hmm. these defensive coordinators and with three minutes left where everyone just sits back and lets you just get into field goal range. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it said, give Miami credit. Good win. They got a big game up against Baltimore. If they can win that, they don't have to worry about playing Buffalo for the division. Uh, potentially if the Bills beat New England. So, uh, good win for Miami. Another bad loss for Dallas, which again just shows them that you can't take Dallas seriously. If they uh, can't, they can't, they, they just can't hang with any of the big boys. So, yeah. and so. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right on this one, and it, it's just it's it's sort of transparency, and you sort of go, okay, you you can't you can't win it when you need to, and and you need to win, you need to be able to put these games down when you, as you said, when you got injuries lining up on the other side of the field. Um, good for Miami. Uh, comes down to the coaching; they were able to get it done, um, and uh, you know, get the win and, and make it more difficult. Uh, another AFC battle, which was difficult. Oh, Russ. Oh, Russ. Oh, Russ. Get beat by the Patriots, a, a depleted Patriots mm-hmm. team. Take down the Broncos, 26 to 23 in this one. Bailey Zappi. How about him? Zappi versus Wilson in the battle of Zappi Wilson. Zappi wins. Um, you know, this uh this it was an ugly win by New England, but they got 20 points in the third quarter. Uh Ezekiel Elliott, uh, you know, he's doing his thing. Uh, and Mike Gasecki as well. I mean, man, whoa. What do you say about these? It's, both of these it's, are ugly. Well, it's more than just Pat's just really still defense, still being really good under Belichick. And, yeah. I, and I think the more it seems like how this is going, the more it feels like Belichick's going to stay, but mm-hmm. not as GM. I think they'll hire a GM yeah. to draft the quarterback, you know, because Belichick go draft the one that plays lacrosse. Probably, yeah. So they'd want to get someone with a bit more um, with a bit more analytics than that than his gut. Yeah, that they go by. So, but again, that, uh, New England's playing hard. This was the game that you know Denver needed to win, and watching New England win is great because I don't want them to get the first or second overall pick. I want them to keep winning, not this week, but beat the Jets next week, knock them out of the top five. Be a perfect season. 
for yeah, me. No. Uh, so I, I, I enjoy seeing it. But again, they're still playing hard for Belichick, they, even though all this talk about like they've given up and they, they're going to fire him. And he's still got him playing hard and beating a team that now it's going to be the whole offseason will be like, what do you do with Russ? Because you can't really cut him. Mm-hmm. He's untradeable. But do you just cut him and just say, hell, we're going to take the, the hit? It's gonna be a hundred, like a hundred million dead cap, but we'll just take it and move on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know something or or you you set them up with, set them up somehow, like with some Russian spies or something to get them kicked (laughs) out. I don't know what they're somehow avoid that contract. Yeah, oh no, that's yeah, yeah, you're doing fentanyl, huh? Um, so get Ray Donovan on the case. Exactly, it's just it's just ugly for both of them. And I mean, as I say, Denver was had that stretch where they were just winning, you know, and then they just go on this losing stretch. Um, so, I mean, it just seems that you could see Sean Payton just frustrated, you know, it's just, it's, he's, he doesn't, he's screaming. You can see it in his eyes and his face, not happy, not happy at all. We did have a great gift this year uh, in terms of the ratings, everyone. If you don't know, the Christmas games were blowing everything through the roof. 30 million people in the U.S. watching these games. The first one they watched was to watch Taylor Swift cry as Travis Kelsey couldn't <laughs> hold on to balls. Uh, it looked like he had a hickey on his neck. Uh, but the Chiefs get choked out by Raiders. Um, the Raiders, you know, under the new coach, man, they are playing. Um, but it was just Kansas City just looking limp in this one. They dropped to yeah. nine and six. The division now, you know, any and the playoff hopes and, and domination are, are very looking very well, the one seed, this one. the one seed's over the one yeah. seed's gone so they're not going to be the one seed for the first time and god knows how long yeah. this is one of the worst losses kansas city's had in the mahomes era i think yeah. um like he can trace in seven i watched this game with my brother because he's a raiders fan in seven seconds uh like he gave up two two plays that were on him mm-hmm. that that caused 14 points they even went up against a Raider team that threw for zero yards in the second, third, and fourth quarter yeah. of a game and still won. Yeah. <laughs> convincingly. This and you're watching Mahomes have that, you know, flipping out on players on the sideline. You're watching Kelsey smash yeah. his helmet. Um, is 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 this Taylor Swift's fault? Is what everyone's asking themselves. Yeah, I don't you don't morning. you bring her into it because they're gonna <laughs> people are gonna kill us. No, <laughs> um, no. no. Listen, I, it's just, again, this is just, okay, Travis Kelsey's 34 years old. Like, he's, yeah. his body has been absolutely destroyed for a long time. Like, it's not that surprising. Again, they didn't have, uh, they didn't have Isaiah Pacheco back, but this team just doesn't, look, yeah. it doesn't, it, you don't even instill that fear that you used to have in the Chiefs. I think that was the thing mm-hmm. that, Bra- that Brady did the best is when you're just like, man, like, you were playing Tom Brady. It's just like it's never not over. Yeah. But this Kansas City, they've lost that that feeling where you're like Mahomes. It's still Mahomes. Like yeah. you don't feel that way. Like that game when it was twenty four nothing against Houston a couple of years ago, and then within yeah. like ten minutes they were they were winning. Yeah. That's gone. That does not exist right now. And I don't know if it's coming back anytime soon until they get some more weapons. Because right now. Patrick Mahomes is on a mental health crisis on his sidelines. Yeah. Just not able to understand what is happening. And now, again, somehow, like, the Raiders could win the division. Yeah, I know. Probably not going to happen. But the way this offense looks, it's not looking good. And and the Raiders, again, that – Ain't no cargo. You got to throw for more than zero yards. You got Devontae Adams on your team. Yeah, that no, is exactly. unacceptable to think. Why wouldn't you put Jimmy G back in? I would rather have yeah. Jimmy G if I have a chance at the playoffs yeah. than keep this. Ain't no not the one. At least Jimmy G is one. 
and get him in the playoffs. He's he's better. He's better. He's better. Yeah. Well, I mean, they get the win, but as you say, like it, that the whole thing is when you used to come into Kansas City, you knew they had this home field advantage. And and as you talked about, like there was a couple of years ago, the way Patrick Mahomes would sling that ball around, you're just like, Jesus, how is this guy? He's always he's always yeah. finding it. He's ba- he's using those baseball swings, he's uh slings and stuff, and he's he's always connecting. And that's just not happening. The balls are getting dropped. It's just like some sort of bad luck mojo. Uh, I don't know if there is a Taylor Swift song that talks about that, but it just feels like they've lost their mojo. Uh, and, I, and I don't know what it is. They've got to take some Viagra to get it back. Whatever it is, uh, they're very beatable now. And and the fact that the yeah, Raiders could just come in. And it, it, you're not you're not afraid of them. You know, you're not afraid that, they, that you're going to have to put up 30 points because, look, as no. you said, you, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't hold on to the ball. Oh, man. How about the NFC East as the Eagles get a win over the Giants? Uh, but man, it wasn't a very convincing one. Uh, the Giants sort of kept themselves in it in this one. Uh, 33 to 25. Tyrod Taylor uh, comes in after uh, Tony Cutlets yeah. gets benched. His story was good. It was a good ride. It was a good, good ride. We've thing. had some fun. You just got to enjoy the small moments of Tommy, of the Paisano, mm-hmm. passing Paisano. Uh, I bet you this was the game that was the most skipped. Right, yeah. I bet you, because this was right in the middle of dinner, and yeah. you know, people are like putting kids to bed. I bet you this game had the worst ratings of them all, or there was just this massive dip around like five second quarter. On yeah, the... when guess, it was uh, yeah, like twenty right. to three for Philadelphia, and yeah, then the Giants come back again. Yeah, it just felt like yeah they they had them and they just kind of let them, and that was just the what it's been like for Philly. It's just no win has been convincing. We're still waiting for that statement victory and it's week 16, like seven, week 16 now. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's coming. I think the only thing that makes them feel better is maybe just watching San Fran get beaten mm-hmm. and makes them be like, okay, well, everyone could, maybe this is just a bad run. We can get it back, but there's still something's not right. The running game looked a bit better, but again, it's a Giants D it's a Giants team. That's not very good still. And this is the team last year that Philly would have boat raced in, in December and put up mm-hmm. like 40. And it's just something still not right in Philly. And I don't know if it's fixable because it's too late to fix it right now. It feels like. Yeah. It's a defense issues that you're looking at and, and hurts. Obviously there was, you know, not playing himself as well. He just, he does. He seems like he's, there's something off with him. I mean, you know, this was a struggle. I mean, the fact that the Eagles had this, you know, this big lead and then the giants are able to claw back with Tyrod Taylor. Um, you know, it does say something about your defense when you can just allow them to sort of rattle you like that. So it is, you know, when you talk about Philadelphia and Dallas and that NFC East scenario, both of those are not scary. They're not scary as, as the seeds. So, um, you know, real tough one in that one. Oh, we get to the final game and boy, oh boy, was this the Christmas highlight for everyone. Bit of a shocker. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens just trounce San Francisco 49ers 33 to 19. 49ers were out gaining them, but Brock Purdy decided to throw four interceptions, ruining a yeah. lot of people's fantasy playoffs. Um, but as well, um, you're sort of looking at, you know, the, the defense, this Baltimore defense really rattled them. And at home, too. Uh, the fact is that, you know, it's 16 to 12 at half, and then Baltimore takes 17 points in the third quarter with a lot of those stupid mistakes being made. Um, and you could just see the 49ers, their defense, look lost um the slant patterns that brock was hitting were not working um it was a it was a tough one for them i mean mccaffrey gets 103 yards still but uh you know you've got a lamar who's lost a lot of talent and he's you know making nelson algalor look good so uh lamar was looking really good in this one but it was it was purdy who was own undoing 
Yeah, it's a, it's a great win by Baltimore. It just showed them as the, the the team to beat now. And now it shows that San Francisco is not this unbeatable juggernaut that's just going to walk over everyone. And Brock Purdy isn't this anomaly that just came like, yeah, there's he's limited in certain things he could do. And when things went wrong, it really snowballed for him and it couldn't get it under control. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's Shannon's teams aren't really great from coming back from behind. They're really good at when they got a lead to just keep going. Uh, they just, but to me, yeah, just, just, just a team win by Baltimore. Like Lamar looked great, but that defense is just smothering and they're just showing that maybe they're all the talk about San Francisco and that defense. Maybe I think Baltimore right now looks like the defense you don't want to play in December, especially in Baltimore. Um, it's going to be really fun to kind of see what, uh, Miami and that offense can do against them next week. So that's going to be a real fun game to watch but right now baltimore just looks like yeah they they impressed me i didn't think they were going to do that to san francisco uh san francisco especially as hot as they looked and really ended the brock purdy mvp conversation with a exclamation point and it's probably going to go to lamar which again he wouldn't really have the greatest numbers to to do it no. but he can't argue he's not playing great and not playing his smartest best football of his career even maybe better he was just like a human highlight reel at the other one but now he's just beating you in a a multitude of ways yeah and moving around and and, you know they've lost the running game uh you lost keaton mitchell they've had so many injuries but they're still able to adapt and this was just one of those statement performances that you know if if everyone's saying that this could be the super bowl matchup um you know if they do play again in the super bowl san francisco is gonna have to think a lot about what happened in this game we're moving on to week 17, folks. Uh, it is week 17. Into the new year, uh, we've got one game on Thursday that we're going to talk about, and we'll do our predictions for the weekend in the next podcast. We'll do our Thursday pick, though, as we head into Cleveland, as the New York Jets are visiting the Cleveland Browns, who are seven and a half Ooh, point favorites. Joey Flacco. Game's on revenge game. It is. Revenge game. Revenge Joey game. Flacco. It's an 8-15 game um, going on uh, here. Obviously, the Jets uh, get that win last week, but uh, you, know, you got a 10-5 and Cleveland team. Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon versus Joe Flacco, or maybe they will bring back uh, the old Zach Meister. Um who knows? No, just leave him alone. <laughs> leave him yeah. alone. How do you leave like this on one heading into Cleveland? Uh, this oh, on, yeah. I think it. this is going to be fun. I think this is going to be a fun game because I think there is that Joe Flacco narrative where he, the, if, the, if the Jets did got Joe Flacco, maybe this could be their team being 10 and 5 and Cleveland mm-hmm. being the other way around, right? It could be completely yeah. flipped because they're very similar teams. Yeah. You know, both have a great defense, both have a really good first receiver but kind of limited in weapons afterwards and both have a good running back but one of them lost uh you know chubb early um i think flacco just his field of stuff this is i think this is a bit personal for him i think he's like why didn't the jets call me why did it take so long so i think again i think stefanski's done a really good job being able to keep this team i think they they just want to solidify that playoff spot get that win probably lock up the five seed Mm-hmm. Which will pretty much lock them up. They won't even have they can rest Flacco next week. So I'm gonna I did and I did the Jets again. They were lucky to be Washington, but this is a much better team they're going against and the defense that I just don't see Trevor Simeon being able to move the ball on. Uh, so I'm gonna go uh, 24 to 10 for the Browns. 
I'm with you at Browns winning this one. I think that they've got this momentum going. Uh, it's going to be a bit tougher. Flacco's not going to have as easy of a time because this Jets defense, you know, comes out yeah. quite fierce. So it's not going to be like the last week uh, where he's able to, you know, throw for, you know, an Amari Cooper. I think it's going to be a bit more limited as well. Uh, I just think the Jets will struggle to score in this one. Any points, it'll be a field goal fiesta. But Cleveland, it, it's also going to the weather Thursday night. It's supposed to be crappy, rainy. As we know, it's been rainy, crappy here. Uh, so I've got a low score in this one. I've got Cleveland to win it, 20 to 12. Uh, the seven and a half point, just barely covering it. I've got an eight point victory in that one. So both of us have in Cleveland. Uh, that's it for this episode, folks. Thanks for listening for our uh, week 16 crit. We'll be back with our week 17 picks in the next podcast. Thanks for listening and enjoy your new year.